Welcome to Scooby-Doo Legend of the Podcast. We're on our second season finale. Wow. What a season finale it was. Yes, it had, I mean, what better than a creepy clown <laughs> to end with. So I'm clearly with Mariah again. Yep, hi. It's me, Mariah. <laughs> so this was season two of A Pup Named Scooby-Doo, episode eight. This is... This is chapter 21 of our timeline, and this is Terror, Thy Name is Zombo. 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 It, his name reminds me of a 13 ghost name. Oh really? I, maybe it's Zimbalu is what I'm thinking. I swear there was like one called Zombo. I'm gonna look this up now because I'm just interested. Because um, Vincent Van Gogh says it during his thingy in the beginning of uh, Curse of the 13th Ghost. Maldor, Morbidia, Reflector, Spectre. Zomba! That's what I'm thinking of. Zomba. Zomba. She's the one that <laughs> uh, pulls them into the TV. Oh, that's right. Okay. That's what I was thinking of. It's just one letter off. Yeah, that's pretty similar. That's funny, though. That they're... At least she's not a clown, though, but still. <laughs> yeah, true. She's just like a weird lizard something or other. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, so we'll get into this episode. So Shaggy is introducing the episode... And we're at Chipner's Joyland. Yeah, it's like an amusement park. Yeah, it's like Coolsville's most happening amusement <laughs> park or whatever. Uh, so before we get totally into Shaggy, we'll get to him. But just want to say he introduced us to the episode. So Freddy, our main leader. Main character. <laughs> just kidding. I actually don't have a whole lot for Fred. This was definitely more of a Shaggy and Scooby episode. Yeah. But uh, he still has his national exaggerator. Of course. Still using his uh, findings from there. <laughs> he Yeah. He, nowadays, he's not really seen without it. <laughs> yeah. Or at least hear something of his wild ideas because of it. Yeah. So, oh, wow. My only other note for him. Um, at one point, he, he's like... Wow, Daphne, you've been reading my National Exaggerator. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's all I have for Freddy Boy. Literally, all he did this whole episode was, like, say, Oh, I think these are this from the National Exaggerator and whatever. Like, he just kept saying all of his wild ideas. Yeah, like, in the beginning, when... So, they're at the... They're, they're going. They... <laughs> They're going to Jipner's Joyland because they're trying to have fun at the amusement park, but there's there's things happening basically that prevent it. And Fred Fred says that oh, it must be according to National Exaggerator, it's a secret HQ for the evil cotton candy creatures, and that's like his whole thing. The whole episode is it must be them, and like yeah. And then I also put that when they're just kind of trying to figure out what to do he says we need a clue 
which, I mean, he doesn't find the clue, but he acknowledges that we need a clue, which they then split up to look for clues. But I just thought it was funny. He was like, we need a clue, gang. Let's split up. Yeah, he said his split up thing. Like, let's split up, King. Yeah, that's all I had for Fred, though. He was he was just there. <laughs> yeah, he was there for support. So Daphne, uh, she's like catching on to Fred's uh, wild ideas now, yeah. and is starting to be like, "Let me guess, it's this from this and this." And that's when Fred was like, "Wow, you've been reading from my National Exaggerator." So, yeah, um, Daphne's, I mean, I doubt she has been reading them, but she's just getting to the point that she knows what Fred's going to say. Yeah, she's kind of learning the the common conspiracies that are put in the magazine, and she's yeah. just like, let me guess, Fred, it's this. And he's like, wow, how'd you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, at first, I thought, she, well, okay, for quite a bit of the episode, honestly, she was using this new ride called called Monster Mountain, uh, which is, like, why we're even here at this amusement park, uh, but is, like, using the ride as a bribe for Shaggy and Scooby to keep helping them solve the mystery. Yeah, because they want to ride it so bad that they're like, if we don't open up the amusement park and solve this mystery, it's going to be closed forever, mm. and then that's how they're like, okay, fine, we'll help. <laughs> I think it was a new ride because it kept saying, like, being the first ones to ride it. Yeah. Either that or just, like, the first ones of the season or whatever. Yeah, but. and it was a big, crazy roller coaster. Yeah. So, like, the big, the main ride that you'd go. <laughs> it's like the, I mean, Disney Disneyland and Disney World have a lot of signature rides, but, like, one that I always, you know, people always are, like, the Matterhorn or Space Mountain. Yeah, or... yeah, it's definitely one of the top two yeah. rides you want to go on. Uh, eventually, she does get the box of Scooby Snacks, though, but it's empty. Yeah, she's all out of the new and improved extra tasty Scooby Snacks. <laughs> yeah, extra taste. It's like those. Uh, is it Goldfish? I think yes. or like the extra cheddar or whatever. They're, yeah, the flavor blasted Goldfish. Yeah, that. <laughs> mm, those are the best, in my opinion. Now we want goldfish. <laughs> uh, but don't you worry. She uses Velma's portable telephone. Uh, what, what are those called? Telephone boxes? Like telephone boxes? Wow, box? can you tell Phone her? box? Yeah, I know. Huh? Yeah, it was like a, it was a pop-up phone box out of her electronic suitcase. And she calls the Speedy Scooby Snacks Delivery to order Scooby whatever flavor he wants. Yeah, so he got to pick his flavor. Peanut butter. Mm, which makes sense because dogs yeah. like peanut butter. He had to think about it, though. Yeah. He sat there for a minute. He's like, mm. I thought she was going to be like, come on, Scooby. Like, <laughs> pick it up. Yeah, true. So, yeah, we, we got the Scooby snacks. All is good. And they were delivered by an airplane. Oh, yeah, I was looking away when they delivered it, but I was like, oh, I missed what, how it came. Oh, yeah, so an airplane just came by and dropped it, and, like, I think it parachuted down or whatever. Wow, that's, like, <laughs> next-level delivery. Yeah. It's, like... Hunger Games? Maybe? Yeah, true. <laughs> or, like, the drones. The drones, yeah. <laughs> Drone delivery. They were before their time. Yeah. 
Um, and then she calls Jenkins this episode to be scared for her so that she doesn't mess up her hair. Yeah, before the romp, she's like, wait, yeah. hold up. I don't want to ruin my hair, so she you got Jenkins to, to, be, to act all scared for her. Yeah, I thought that was funny. But then, during the romp, her hair gets messed up anyways, and she's like, ah. she, like, stops the whole romp and, like, stops the ghost and is like, stop, I knew my hair was messed up and has to fix it. Yeah, the whole thing got put on pause. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's all I have for Daphne. Let's see. Yeah, me too. I also put that at some point one of the the people that are in charge of the carnival mentioned they have let us on a stick. Yeah. And she was like, ew. Um, Which in this case I have to agree. I who wants let us on a stick? I mean yeah, I especially at a amusement yeah. park. I think I called it carnival. I'm an amusement park. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably why they were running a bit before. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, that was all I had. So, Velma, I don't have a whole lot for Velma, but we have lots of side characters to get through, so. Yeah, quite a bit. <laughs> so, Velma, her first word, I believe, was Jinkies. Yeah. This episode. And then it was funny because she said Jinkies again, and Shaggy was like, two Jinkies in it. One day and whatever, but then she said Jinkies like five other times and they didn't even say anything about it. I was like... Yeah, I guess they kind of got okay. bored of it or something. Yeah. They're like, oh, okay, it's just a Jinkies day. <laughs> uh, she dresses up with Scooby and Shaggy in this episode to trick the monster. They dress up as like ticket tailors, give away the tickets or whatever. So Yeah. Yeah, she, she dressed up with them. And then she, of course, comes up with the plan. It's still her doing. And then my only other note for her is that she says that Scooby knows her well. Oh, yeah. I forget why she said that. But... Uh, because he, he was like, let me guess. Velma, you have a plan. Oh, She's like, yeah. oh, yes, Scooby, you know me so well and whatever. Which just goes to show, like... Again, if I think if Shaggy were to die or something or leave, yeah, then he would go. He would go to Velma. Yeah. I okay. I forgot about this, but kind of in the beginning when they were talking about the rides they wanted to ride, like obviously Shaggy and Scooby, as we said, wanted to ride. Um, what was it called? Monster Mountain. Monster Mountain. Yes. Um. Velma mentioned that she was excited for the ride called Rocket to the Moon. Oh. And then, I forgot, but Daphne also mentioned that she wanted to go to Fashion Land. Yeah. So, they all have their own places they want to go that I thought was... <laughs> we didn't learn where Fred wanted to go. He he just wanted to talk about the cotton candy creatures, mm. so... But, yeah, that's... Maybe he wanted to go moment. to the snack bar. Maybe, yeah. And find the cotton candy. Yeah, find the cotton candy. So that's all I have for Velma. Yeah, it was very much. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see her much in this episode. Yeah, I felt mm -hmm. like she was. Yeah, she was pretty quiet this episode. So Shaggy, like I said, introduces the episode, and he and Scooby want to ride 
Monster Mountain. And I believe this is the first um, case that we're seeing that Shaggy is actually the one like accepting the case. It's like, yes, we'll take the case so that he and Scooby can ride Monster Mountain. Yeah, they were very motivated by mm -hmm. that, to be able to ride that ride. <laughs> um, <laughs> at one point, Shaggy had enough of Daphne and was like, Daphne, chill. Oh, really? Yeah, she, he, he literally said, Daphne, you need to chill or whatever. I was like, Dang. okay. He was like, we need to get this figured out so we can... Yeah. I, I must have written something down because I think I missed that too. That was, I just thought it was funny. I was like, wow, he's being brave to Daphne. Well, he also said at one point, I'm not sure if this was the same scene or not, but they, were t they went to the, the snack bar. And Daphne was kind of like, it's just snacks. And Shaggy said, to you, it may be just snacks. But to us, it's lunch. <laughs> yep, yep. So. It's just not taking her today. Yeah, he's defending himself. Yep. He's like, it's lunch, Daphne. Like, lighten up. <laughs> yeah. So, Scooby says a joke this time. And the tables have turned. This time, Shaggy was like, I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. That was funny. <laughs> Because he laughs and was like, I don't get it. Yeah, and that's what Scooby usually does. So they actually ride Monster Mountain while they're running away from Zombo during Velma's plan. Yeah. And they were like, oh, this is why they call it Monster Mountain. And we're like, you know, I want to get off. Like, I don't want to be on here. They're like, this was a little more than we bargained for. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, we never said they're, so they're actually at this amusement park because they got all the box tops that like won them a free entry or whatever into the park yeah so it was a contest they put on cereal boxes and of course shaggy and scooby yeah. have a whole they had a whole wheelbarrow full of the box tops and at one point so the the park is owned by the jipner family there's like yes. brothers and sisters that they like, all co-own part of the park i guess and at one point when they were there they're like hey did you pay admission like, you better not be in here for free and stuff. And they were like, well, we won the contest, so we don't have to pay admission. And he was, like, shocked. Like, how'd you get through that many box tops? Yeah. So it was clear that it, was, it wasn't, the winner wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah. They were trying mm -hmm. to. Anyways, yeah. They, clearly, they, no match for Shaggy and Scooby. Yeah, I feel like that's a common, like, contest thing. Like, I don't know. I just kind of, like. Remember watching like on Disney Channel and stuff? It's like, you know, enter to win, you know, and like, but yeah. like, you never ever hear about the winners. Like, you never hear if there's a winner or anything. Like, and I just feel like they would be make even just a little segment of like, this is what the winner did and whatever. But like, no, you, you see this ad for this contest and then all of a sudden, it's gone, and you're just like, so did everyone just buy something and not win? Yeah, well, no, that's funny, because actually, I don't know if any of y'all have TikTok out there. Don't judge me, but there was a thing. I don't. Yeah, there was a thing going around about people were saying, did anyone actually win? Like, there was Danimal sweepskates to, like, go meet Zach and Cody, and someone yeah. did win. The winner, oh. like, he... He has a little 
like, yeah, I guess he has stories on his Instagram page, like, proof and stuff. And then there was also winners from the iCarly giveaway. There was, mm-hmm. I guess there was a bunch of winners from that that were posting what they won and stuff. And so, yeah, I guess, like, we kind of forgot about it until adulthood. And we're like, wait, were those fake? Did people win? Yeah, well, I always yeah. wondered just because, again, I never saw anything. <laughs> and so I, like, I don't know. I would always read the, like, tiny detail that they put on the screen. I'm like, where's the lie in here? Well, I'd always get confused because they would say, no purchase necessary to win. And I'm like, then how would you get the the little thing to enter your code? Yeah. And I would like, do you just go to the store, copy the code, and I don't know. And I always remember they would always say, many will enter, one will win. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Shaggy and Scooby were on that cereal. Oh, yes. Cereal. They... We're like, mm mm, we ain't, we're winning this thing. So, okay. Okay. At one point, like, well, okay. So, like, once the ride ends and whatever, they were like, okay, that was cool. But, you know, while you're on it, you're like, ah, this is scary. Yeah. Um, but he said the ride was boss. Was that a term back then? Yeah, true. That's, like, something I remember hearing in middle school. When I was in middle school. Yeah, yeah, I just, hmm. Because, okay, I am a child. I will still sometimes watch Disney shows. But there's this one airing right now called Gabby Duran and the Uncitables. And there's, long story short, this girl is babysitting aliens, okay? And one of the aliens, like, well, and they can have, like, a human form. You know, one of these aliens is obviously a kid and whatever. And, but he's, like, a, a main character. Anyway, and he always, like, for his saying is baller. Like, oh, that was so baller. And I'm like, is that a saying now? Like, or <laughs> is that it, just for the show? Well, I remember that was a, a big thing also in middle school. So maybe they're just, like, trying to bring it back. Did I just never get into the sayings in middle school? Because apparently yeah. I didn't hang with the cool kids. I mean, I... Didn't either, but I just remember hearing it in the halls and stuff. So, anyway, yeah, I just I just thought that was interesting that Shaggy was like, that ride was so boss. I was like, oh. I mean, maybe, okay. maybe it came back from, like, the yeah. 80s or whenever. Maybe we're, because we recycle a lot of stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> 80s and 90s. <laughs> <clears throat> and then my only other note for Shaggy is that he says... Scooby's a little Scooby Dooby Doo at the end. Scooby's a little Scooby Dooby Doo. <laughs> Scooby's a little Dooby Dooby Doo. The rest of mine are both Shaggy and Scooby. Because, okay. like, for example, um, both Shaggy and Scooby wanted to keep running away, but then kept deciding to stay to try to solve the clues so they could go have fun at the park. Mm-hmm. And eventually they're like, okay, we're sick of trying to solve this. We just want to go home. And I think that's when Daphne bribed them with the Scooby Snacks is when they were at their wits end with all this yeah. back and forth. So Scooby, at the beginning, when Shaggy is doing like his introduction, Daphne starts talking and Scooby stops her. He's like, excuse me, he is still talking. Please wait. And like covers her mouth and whatever. And then Shaggy's like, you know, finishes his introduction of the episode. And then once he's done, <laughs> Scooby's like, okay, you may speak. Like, 
Yeah, that's right. Dang, Shaggy and Scooby are both yeah, they sass and Vel- um, not Velma, Daphne back this episode. They ain't taking no crap this time. <laughs> that's so funny. They're all of a sudden like, we're not going to deal with this right now. Yeah. And then Scooby uses his tail as like a lasso and <laughs> he saves Shaggy from the ghost clown because the ghost clown just like shows up and kidnaps Shaggy. He's just like... Ain't wasting no time. It's just like, take him and run. That was his tail? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a rope. Oh, oh my goodness. He's his tail. <laughs> so his tail just extends yeah. for this moment. And then, like, he had a whole, like, cowboy western accent. and Yeah. I thought it was interesting. Yeah, he was a cowboy for this episode, part of it. So he uses a super sniffer, and he sniffs out the snack bar. Oh, yes. And then Daphne's like, but Scooby, that's not a clue with your snacks. And he's like, I know. Yeah. Like, that's duh. the point. It was a bunch of hot dogs. Oh, yeah. Mm. Hot dogs. And then, like we said, he makes a joke that Shaggy doesn't get and whatever. Uh, and, of course, he dresses up as a ticket tailor as well with Shaggy and Velma. And he rides a monster mountain with Shaggy while they're trying to get away from Zombo. And then at the end, he's like, uh, Shaggy, I'm the one that says Scooby-Dooby-Doo at the end. Like, hello. So then, you know, Shaggy's like, oh, sorry. And so then Scooby does it. And then <laughs> the episode ends. That's yeah. what I have for Scooby. Um, I just put, he also, uh, towards like the middle-ish, he accidentally finds the secret entrance to oh, yeah. Z- uh, Zombo's little hideout <laughs> where mm-hmm. he has all the... All his like costume makeup and such and at the end he battles Zombo again as his cowboy outfit yeah and, like tries to out clown him as a cowboy mm-hmm. it was kind of it was funny but it was kind of like so he's like a clown cowboy he was like a rodeo clown okay yeah like because he he had a flower that squirted mm-hmm. at water anyways yeah that's that was the end battle. It was yeah. <laughs> so, Red Herring, we, we do see him. I thought we weren't going to see him, but we saw him at the end once they capture Zombo. And Fred is actually like, you know who it is? And he's like, shoot, i forgetting. Who was I going to say and whatever? And so Red Herring comes up and he's like, hello, aren't you going to accuse me like you always do? He's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, he just comes up and he's like, I've been waiting for my cue, but you haven't. Like, hello, you're supposed to normally you accuse me. (laughs) That that was funny. So we had Mr. Turnup, which, okay, I had to laugh because right now Animal Crossing is still such a big deal. (laughs) And, you know, you get turnips. You got to find the good prices on someone's island. And I just, I just had to laugh. I was like, <laughs> Mr. What, what's your turnip price, dude? <laughs> so um, I literally had he's dressed as a turnip. I didn't understand what the point of him was. Yeah, I didn't know either. Didn't understand. <laughs> then we had Joey Jipner, who is the brother of Mr. Turnip. And was he the owner of the park? Yeah, he was the... From what I understood, like all the there's lots of Jipner siblings, <laughs> yeah. and they all own like a portion of the park. 
And Joey either owned the largest portion or was just the first person they came into contact yeah. with that owned part of the park. So he's the one that wants to charge the gang for admission, but then, you know, they were like, oh, we got all the box tops, so. Yeah. No, sir. Uh, and then he gives us a little backstory that his dad uh, bought the park from Zombo. Oh, I must have missed oh. that. I'm sorry. He, like, no, sorry. I just... I just remember a little backstory. He, like, bought the park from Zombo and basically made Zombo lesser, more or less, within the company and, like, basically made him, like, a... You just go around and be a clown and whatever, you know? Like, you don't get this big portion anymore of the park and whatever. And okay. that's why, you know, Zombo's supposedly coming to attack. He's getting revenge for that, more or less. So, I mean, it wasn't, like, a huge backstory of a villain, but, again, I have to appreciate when there is backstory on a villain because it makes you, like, it gives the the villain, not necessarily the criminal yet, but the villain, like, more of a purpose for doing what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, well, apparently I missed some big details this episode. <laughs> like, what was I doing? That's, that's why we, that's why there's <laughs> at least two of us doing this. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Uh, so then he promises the gang if they can catch Zombo, they can get a free lifetime pass to the park. Oh, which of course, they're like, okay, yep. let's solve this mystery. <laughs> yeah, that's when Shaggy was like, we take the case, you know, like, we accept. Yeah. So then we met some other Jipner siblings. There were there was Jenny, there was Jerry. Um, those two I have no notes for. They literally just kind of showed up and was like, yep, we're Jipner. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, Bart Jipner um, owns Sloppo Land, uh, and he, he's basically like trying to do better than his brothers or yeah. sisters. He's trying to rival their big fancy amusement park. <laughs> yeah. But what's funny is his is like the equivalent of like a a rundown park. park. Yeah, like yeah. A, like a public park. There was like a tire swing. That was all he had. Yeah, that was pretty much it. And so. he, because he was saying, you know, oh, if you can, you know, he was like, oh, if Zombo can get, you know, basically get the Jipner Park out of business, then maybe I can afford to get a second ride. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So he has the one ride. <laughs> and he offers the gang the lettuce on a stick. Multiple times. Oh, is oh is that where? Okay, mm -hmm. so the last one stick wasn't at Gitmer Joyland. It was at yeah Bart Sloppoland. At Sloppoland. Okay, well that okay that explains it. <laughs> why he's not doing so good. Yeah. <laughs> then we had uh, Jamie Gitmer, which literally we just see. I believe it's a him. Uh, he quit working at the park he was basically like i quit and walked away so yeah okay cool <laughs> then we saw a taxi driver in this episode uh shaggy and scooby call for a taxi to get him away from the park so uh i believe his name was bob he pulled up and took shaggy and scooby and then again of course daphne because of course they can hear her down the street in the taxi she's all like you know Guess you won't be the ones to ride Monster Mountain. And so they're like, oh, take us back. We're just kidding. And the taxi driver's like, oh, yeah, I understand. I'd want to be the first one on Monster Mountain, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they 
He didn't charge them for the quick <laughs> U-turn. <laughs> yeah, they had to. They had to decide what was more important. Yeah. So the villain we had Zombo. Like we said, he's a ghost clown. This is our first clown. Yeah, he was. He looked pretty scary. Yeah, he's more the. I mean, I guess if you're trying to make clowns scary, they look scarier. But like this one, like had like sharp teeth and was all white and like and yeah his eyes had no pupils yep. it was just like a dark outline and he had these claw-like hands mm -hmm. and the one thing i thought was kind of humorous and not scary was like the top of his head was just like this long it yeah. to me looked like a chef hat yeah like that's what it looked i kept thinking is he like a, a chef yeah. ghost? but the rest of him was pretty clown -esque. yeah he had a blue suit on and whatever um, again, this is our first clown. We'll see some more clowns. Uh, the most popular of Scooby-Doo is the one from Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? And I, I always say that one, for me, at least as far as Scooby-Doo goes, is kind of the creepiest. Just because that one not isn't necessarily, like, chases down the gang and whatever, but he hypnotizes them to do stuff. And I'm like, honestly, that would just be, like, creepy, because, like, you go to this carnival and then all of a sudden you're missing because he hypnotizes you. Yeah. And, you know, like, there's no trace of him and stuff. And so I always just feel like that one's the creepiest. Just, again, because he's so, like, sly about his doings and whatever, you know, isn't, like, this big loud clown that chases everyone, whatever. Yeah, and he, I think he makes some of them do, like, actual dangerous things yeah. in the episode. He made Daphne ride a unicycle... Um, I believe Scooby do the, like, high wire trapeze thing. Um, Shaggy was trying to tame a lion. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, I got pretty serious <laughs> real quick. And then, um, there's a clown in the new Scooby-Doo Mysteries, I believe it is. I don't know that one's name, nor exactly what he does. But that one looks creepy. I'll give it that one. That one honestly looks like more of an adult version of Zombo. That's okay. the best way I could describe it without really showing you. And then uh, there's Crybaby Clown in Mystery Incorporated. That one... I never felt like that one was scary, honestly, just because he was very over the top. And I feel like sometimes if you go too far, it's like you're not scary or just dangerous, you know? Yeah, I think he was definitely more, like, mysterious and how he just would show up out of nowhere yeah. and... Yeah. And then uh, the only other one I can think of right now is uh, the giant metallic clown from What's New Scooby-Doo, which we will see because that's our next series after Pup. Ooh, okay. So, and that, fun fact, is actually technically the episode that connects Pup Named Scooby-Doo to What's New Scooby-Doo because that's when we learn that uh, Velma has... A fear of clowns, and we get a flashback to a pup named Scooby Doo. Oh, okay. Not necessarily like an actual scene, but they're just like drawn back in the style of pup named Scooby Doo and whatever. So she wasn't necessarily like her alone was creeped out by clowns right now. So I'm going, well, we found out the, I had found out the age of that flashback, I think. I want to say it was her fifth birthday or something, but anyways. 
but yeah, if, at least in this episode, she didn't seem like, you know, she was like, oh my gosh, a clown, everybody run. I mean, she obviously ran with everyone else, but. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, so, Zombo kidnaps Shaggy at the beginning. He can fly, just because. Yeah, we later find out it's because the shoes have yeah. something attached to it. They can, like, blow this air or whatever. Yeah. Uh, he makes lots of clown puns. Uh, and then, like, his his goal is to get the kids out of the park. Yeah. Um, eventually, he, like, starts to go more serious about getting them out. So, the gang finds, you know, a clue and is like, well, it's when they found the boot. And it's like, oh, this is how this does this and whatever. And he actually was like, you know, like, congrats, like, good job, you figured it out or whatever. And I thought that was interesting because, in a way, you're kind of like giving away that you're not really a ghost clown. Yeah. <laughs> but then, um, right after that, again, for like more drastic measures to get him out, he was like, I'm going to break every funny bone in your body. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. He definitely liked to mess with them. Yeah. So, that's Zombo. Zombo ended up being Joey Jitner. Yeah, betrayal. Wow. He was trying to get all of his family, all the other Jipner siblings, to quit the parks so that he could have all the money. Yeah, he wanted all their shares so that mm -hmm. he could just make it all himself. So, yeah. Um, now's your question that you probably hate. <gasps> Do you think Joey Jipner would ever come back for revenge? It's like... Mm. He wouldn't come back for revenge on the gang, I don't feel like, you know? Let me think about this for a minute. Okay. We'll give you a minute. <laughs> One minute. <laughs> yep, on the clock. Okay, I mean, I think I could see him coming back to try and with some other type of scheme to try and get money off his family mm -hmm. and somehow the gang obviously getting involved like you know somehow they, they always find their way into the mysteries yeah right. but like i i could see him coming back i think he has a strong enough motive i think this is the first one honestly anyone's really being like yeah I could see him coming back. Really? Yeah. So, good yeah. job, Joey. <laughs> Joey Jipner. <laughs> as far as we know, though, he hasn't. <laughs> okay. I mean, fair enough. He kind of hopefully learned his lesson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, um, I actually did have some timeline connections uh, with this episode. Okay. So, again, they're at an amusement park in this episode most of the time and it's Shaggy and Scooby who are like the ones to bring them there and whatever they were the ones to get all the box tops uh, so in what's new Scooby-Doo there is an episode where Shaggy and Scooby actually come up with an amusement park ride and like it got built and so they get invited to the park to ride the ride that they came up with and so yeah, I just thought that was interesting because it was them, it was Shaggy and Scooby, like, 
getting all the box tops in this episode, and then they're the ones that make up this design to get into another amusement park. Yeah, that is interesting. And then, as far as the box tops go, um, eventually there's going to be a movie. <laughs> it's actually one of the, like, weirder crossovers they've done. It is Scooby-Doo and WWE WrestleMania Mystery <laughs> with John Cena and other wrestlers. But uh, they win, Shaggy and Scooby win a trip to uh, WrestleMania, or is it WrestleMania City? WWE City? A Wrestle City, basically. And uh, they win a trip there into like WrestleMania because uh, they played this WWE video game and beat like the toughest level. And so if you were able to beat the toughest level, then you won the contest to go, you know, win a trip there and whatever. So Scooby and Shaggy will get them places. <laughs> They're determined enough. And then uh, my other thing was with Fred, actually, all of his like cotton candy creatures or whatever he called them. Yeah, cotton candy creatures. Yeah. Um, don't worry, Fred. Eventually, in Scooby-Doo 2, there's the cotton candy glob. Oh, yeah! Though he never <laughs> sees it because Shaggy and Scooby eat it. Well, they save him from his a, a flashback into his childhood. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's for the best to not let Fred relive that memory yeah, of his childhood. But, uh, yeah, so the cotton candy glob um, appears in Scooby-Doo 2. And then um, you can kind of say if you want. I honestly do, again, just for connection-wise. There's an episode of the new Scooby-Doo movies. Um, and this series is where they, like, met all these. Like, every episode had... A famous person or something uh, in the episode with them and do you know who mama cass elliot is um i don't okay she was basically like an old comedian and whatever but she okay. she was a, a bigger lady to to be nice but uh so this whole episode revolved around like uh her candy factory and whatever and anyway they ended up having to solve this mystery because there's basically like these candy glob monsters and so you some people do kind of consider those like cotton candy glob monsters and then you know saying like it came back in monsters unleashed but like some people don't because the cotton candy glob in monsters unleashed is just like one big pink cotton candy glob monster now we have to remember in monsters unleashed the costumes were being made into monsters and they kind of changed because they were real this time not just costumes right uh but in the episode there's i believe two or three little candy globs and they're green um okay so, so it's like maybe a, another version yeah of it or cousins maybe who knows <laughs> and the only like real reason i want to like connect those is because during monsters unleashed when shaggy and scooby are at like the the villain bar or whatever uh they're trying to like weave their way through <laughs> this fight and uh there's uh like these anyway there's like these two guys fighting about like whose monster was better or whatever and 
like if you listen or if you have subtitles on you can hear one of them saying like um a ghost clown is a heck of a lot better than a cotton candy glob or whatever and so it's like oh so we actually saw the criminal who is the cotton candy glob so anyway all right then that's interesting <laughs> so there's my connections for the episode good connections you know a lot of I know, I'm weird. Things. I mean, you've seen almost everything, so it makes sense. Hopefully. <laughs> so we made it through another season. Wow, I I have to say, okay, it's trying to be fair because I obviously haven't been doing every single episode. <laughs> yeah. But I think I, from what I did see, I enjoyed season two a little better than season one. They went, yeah, they went a lot more crazy in this season I feel like yeah like I don't I don't know I just like we were talking like a, not while we were recording like we're kind of excited to get out of a pup named Scooby-Doo but not that it's like a bad series it's just one that's this one's not as easily rewatchable as some others I feel like but I honestly feel like season two was I could rewatch season two more than season one yeah like it's fun and cute but it is I mean it is kind of repetitive after a while, mm-hmm. but yeah, season two was a bit more, a bit more spice, a bit yeah. more flavor throughout, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they added Jenkins, and I, I don't know, yeah, they kind of mixed the formula a little bit, and like, it's not that the other series don't follow a formula, I just feel like they're better at not doing everything in every episode, whereas, I don't know, I feel like in a pup named Scooby-Doo, they are literally doing, like, everything in every episode. We have to have a bribe of Scooby Snacks. We have to have a, oh my gosh, she said jinkies. We have to have a, like, you know, there's just, like, these tropes that have to happen in every episode. And so sometimes it almost feels like I'm watching the same thing, just with a different monster. Yeah, like, you can definitely tell it's more targeted for, like, the younger yeah. younger children, because it's kind of easy to, easier to follow, and the same things happen, so you kind of can recognize it i think better but yeah totally agree but again it's it's not that's a bad series it just is again this one is is more targeted towards a younger audience than some of the right. others yeah which i mean makes sense they're kids like yeah and i think it works yeah it works but so but yeah we made it through we couldn't have a big group this time like we did for the last season because again yeah, we're still be safe. <laughs> going through the whole quarantine thing. I mean, we're together now, but you know, we were quarantined for we were quarantined for like, like two months. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I think we're okay to break with each other, but not quite gonna get groups yet. Yeah, we're still trying to keep it keep it chill. <laughs> so we have six episodes left of a pup named Scooby Doo. I'm just counting. It has season three, like, we're just going to have a third season of A Pup Named Scooby-Doo. Because, for whatever reason, the DVD says the complete second, third, and fourth season. But, like, the fourth season technically would consist of, like, two episodes. Yeah. Anyway, I'm like, I'm just going to say the six episodes are season three, and that's it. So, anyway, yeah, we made it through this season. We have one more season. And then we're going to jump into our first movie, and then... Uh, get into the next series. Woohoo! They're gonna grow up I'm here excited. shortly. Excited! Yeah, I'm excited. 
So, anyways, we made it again. Like I've been saying through this season, um, I would love to do again kind of a like review slash overview episode in between uh, this season and the next, like we did last time. Uh, so, if anyone would like to email any of their thoughts on the timeline, any of their questions, uh, you know, any other concerns or whatever, uh, please do so. So then we can again record uh, an in-between episode and kind of go a little more in depth of the timeline. I honestly had really a really fun time with the last uh, in-between episode because it, we really could focus on the timeline more than. A specific episode yeah it was it was good to kind of dig a little deeper into that and I like getting other people's like questions and concerns because it's like oh we get to think about these different things you know it brings stuff to my attention that maybe I didn't think about or you know this and that so I uh, would really appreciate it I do have uh, one email from someone who wants to say anonymous um, I'm going to save it for that episode um, they just had some uh, different questions, uh, but I'll get to them in our, like, season two review, overview okay, uh, yeah. episodes. So, but I just want to point out, I have seen your email. I'm not ignoring it. I've just been waiting to... We're saving it. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to save it for this, the in-between episode. So, yeah, if anybody would like to send an email, you can email us at sdlegendpodcast at gmail.com uh, I've realized I have not been giving out our socials these past few episodes and I'm sorry again everything's just been crazy lately um, so I appreciate everyone that's been bearing with us so if you like to connect with us on social media um, you can find the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at sdlegendpodcast uh, if you would like to get in contact with me personally you can find me on Twitter at Jazz820 or on Instagram at Smash underscore vlogs. And I also have a YouTube channel where I do other types of Scooby-Doo content amongst other types of content. So if you want to go meet me over there and see what I look like and see how crazy <laughs> I am, you can find my channel. It is Smash. Uh, it's lowercase sm, all uppercase ash. If you search Ashton Hardy, it should be one of the first ones that pop up. And yeah, we have made it. Woo! What is season three gonna have in store? Okay. Okay. Before we close this episode, what do you hope for the last season of A Pup Named Scooby-Doo? Ooh. Because this is like... Well, okay. The, the first movie we're gonna have is gonna be the last time we technically see them as kids at least right now um so but like yeah what do you want to see before they grow up i mean again i really liked season two's mysteries and kind of mm -hmm. plots i guess i hope it just continues to kind of be maybe not quite what you'd expect i mean they they are young but they're you know getting older yeah. theoretically so it, may, it might be fun to see like maybe a really crazy, maybe slightly more complex mystery mm -hmm. before they end as kids to kind of open the door for as they get older. Yeah. They're going to, I mean, eventually, obviously, we'll see them doing some crazier stuff. But that's, I think, would be cool to see. Mm -hmm. Something that I just completely did not expect. 
Um, so, okay. I mean, I know we will eventually meet, like, all their families, but we still haven't met... The, oh, the only one we haven't met. We haven't met Fred's parents or family. We've just seen his uncle. Yeah, who was apparently supplying him with the national <laughs> saturator. But um, if we, like, know about his parents, his parents have always been sketchy no matter what iteration. So maybe this is why he's always with them because he doesn't like to be at home. You know, maybe he doesn't have a good home life right now. Maybe it's just not like, is it, yeah, not a close connection. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, I mean, I'm honestly fine with them staying in Coolsville until they get older. I mean, we have seen them explore a little bit, but not like to the extreme that they will when they're older. Um, but yeah, I don't, I really don't know what to like hope for, you know, like, I don't know. I just, yeah. I wonder, like, because the series technically isn't, like, you know, it's not one that you have to watch the episodes in order. I mean, most Scooby-Doo isn't. But I, like, wonder, will they do something big for the series finale? Or is our <laughs> technically, like, big bang to end them with kids, the movie that we're going to have? Yeah. But, anyways, there's my thoughts. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> we will find out. So, thank you everyone for listening. Hopefully you have enjoyed this crazy season with my mother and Mariah. And hopefully here sometime we can get London back. And maybe Andalina will come back. And uh, we had a few more people lined up to join us. But obviously all this started. So hopefully they're willing to join whenever we can. And yeah. Appreciate you tuning in to season two. And now, book two of our timeline is closed. It's time for book three. Time to move on to a new book. book. I know, you can't say, I mean, chapter-ish, yes, but... Anyways. Anyways, we will catch you in the next one.